Chug-a-lug, 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 drink it down. Chug-a-lug, drink it down. Chug-a-lug, drink it down. Chug-a-lug, 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 drink it down. The last one to finish is a boom billiada. Boom, boom. If you're not through by the time we say when, we'll fill your glass and make you drink it down again. Chug-a-lug, 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 drink it down. The last one finishes a boom billiada. Boom, boom. Jungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and flash photography? I wouldn't. It alters the homing signal, and that's not good. Welcome to the 3 O'Clock Parade. I'm drunk at Disney here in Orlando. Just down the road, as always, we have Rhiannon. Hey. <laughs> and way, way out in the hometown oh. of Dennis Hopper, best known as Shooter from the 1986 film classic Hoosiers, San Diego, California, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. When you said Shooter, I thought you meant Shooter McGavin. Well, oh, that'd be even better. You've been fired shooter. from the Golden Coast, so. Right? Yeah. No yeah. Apparently, yeah, apparently, I want to make sure I have facts about San Diego from now on, since you were Ooh. saying that mine was not factual. So from now on, every time I introduce well, you I in San Diego, now. I will have a new fact about San Diego. That's so exciting. there we go. There we go. So Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Him too. That'd be fantastic. Okay. Already going Muppets. 30 seconds in. Love the Muppets. Um, so yeah, welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. So much going on today. We're going to try to tune in uh, the Canada Disney Store Report a little later with Char Normando. Uh, let's don't see. Tell them, don't just hear it when we talk about it. Uh, too late. <laughs> yeah, don't too late. Them, don't give them a whole... They don't need an index. <laughs> More importantly, Rhiannon visited Walt Disney World this weekend. Uh, I wish I was Walt Disney World. <laughs> Anything of note, Rhiannon, from your visit to the 47 square miles? Well, where should I start? Let's start, start with the, the beginning. Good stuff. And when you come to the end, you stop. Thank you, Mad Hatter. Um, let's see. So I was just in town for a quick visit to check out some of the new things that popped up since my last visit a month or two ago. So I was able to ride Frozen and Soarin' Around the World. And I checked out Mexico's new breakfast offerings. And I yes. checked out Frontera yes. and the Coca-Cola store and got completely just flat out rejected by Mr. Monkey. Ouch. Oh. Ouch. Yeah. Did not see that coming. Oof. No, not at all. So let's get let's let's start there because that's obviously the biggest news of the of the weekend. Obviously, obviously the biggest news of the weekend. So we need a you know a little bit of, of detail on. So you were at the Coke store and what happened? So the Coke store, for those of you who are not in the know, they have this roof deck area where they actually offer the Coke products to purchase and drink. And I was hoping there'd be alcohol involved, so I went up there. Um, however, the only way to get up there is either the elevators, which there was a line for, because you can only obviously fit so many people in an elevator at once, or as opposed to having a stairwell, they have this ramp that goes all the way around up three flights. So it's a decent hike to walk up a ramp for three flights of stairs. And so we did that, got up. They were not offering any kind of alcohol whatsoever, so we were like, fuck this. 
So we went to walk back down the ramp, and lo and behold, passing by us, going up the ramp, was Mr. Monkey. Mr. Monkey! So I was like, oh, Mr. Monkey. Hey. Friend of the show, Mr. Monkey. Well. Longtime friend. Is he now? Ouch. I know. That's what I'm saying. We're setting it up yeah. like you weren't a friend of the show, Mr. Monkey. Someone who claims on his profile to be the unofficial fourth host. I, I don't know. So so there we are. And I'm like, oh, my God, Mr. Monkey. And I'm like, hey. And like just staring off into space, not like trying to recognize me. So I finally like punched him on the arm, and then at that point he looks at me and was like just nods like yeah okay, and then just kept walking, just like that. Did he just give me like, like a yo ho? It was like it, 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 he was like so wait not a to minute. Know me. You you weren't even walking. I pictured you guys passing. No, we were. We were passing. But I. But you actually you're... physically made contact. Yes, I punched him. <laughs> In a friendly, so, you know, flirtatious right. way. Oh. So. Lucky. There's there's one of two things that could have happened there. One, he is just so used to people, random people punching him that he mm. doesn't notice that it's that could big be. of a deal. Could be. It seems unlikely. It seems mm, unlikely. After this, maybe. And, or B, he's intentionally saw you and for mm-hmm. any some other reason chose to stay mm-hmm. mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I... I believe I did see some Mr. Monkey comments on the Ask Sour Boner section coming up, so we might have some in- insight as I... we go on through the show on some of his thoughts. Um, so, but that, that is shocking, that Mr. Monkey, yeah. man, blew off Rhiannon was, at the coast. Yeah. Was there a Mrs. Monkey by any chance? Does that have anything to yeah, do with it? Yeah, but there was a Mr. Rhiannon, and, you know, whatever. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe mm. Mr. Rhiannon's a little bit more open. Maybe maybe yeah. Mrs. Monkey doesn't swing. I don't know. If you know what I mean. She's a monkey. That, I, think. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Swing. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, controversy uh, uh-huh. at the Coke store. More yeah. to come, I believe. This is going to be a developing story. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that being said, were you, as far as... What were your thoughts on the Coke? Anything cool? It was the building cool, at least? <sighs> I, I enjoyed the roof deck because I enjoy roof decks in general. Right. Um, especially because when we were there, it happened to be the storm had just hit. So it was torrentially downpouring. So it was kind of neat to, you know, be up three stories and be able to kind of see the storm and the lightning off in the distance. That was fun. I mean, I kind of wish I had an alcohol beverage in my hand at the time, but whatevs. Whatevs. Um... Uh, the building, like, I've read things about, like, oh, it's designed to look like an old bottling factory. And even they had the attention to detail to make the glass that encases this ramp that spirals the entire building in a, you know, greenish glass, like an old Coke bottle. And, yeah, I don't see it. It just looks like a fucking thing <laughs> to me. I don't know. Sorry. It looks pretty modern. From yeah. Like, yeah. I think it looks kind of cool. But are you sad that you missed the cocktails? I am, yeah. Man, because that's want basically all of the this. only reason I went there. Um, okay. I want all these cocktails. Let's just jump right into it. Well, yeah, we'll just jump. One of the new news is that I believe it was today or yesterday. Yeah, four o'clock today. Four o'clock today, they actually started selling 
the alcoholic beverages that you were so, d- you desired. I missed it by almost exactly forty eight hours. Missed it by that much. Missed yeah. it by that much. So, Skipper, what what jumps out at you? Jack Daniels, Sinatra Select, and Coca Cola. Thirty dollars. Bring it on. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Uh, so Jack Daniels has a Sinatra, Sinatra like Frank Sinatra, yeah, select, yeah. Uh, and they you can get that with a Coca Cola for thirty dollars. Thirty bucks. Does it come with a hand job? Oh my god! From, from Sinatra's dead cold hand. <laughs> Animatronic hand. Yes, please. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the least expensive drink it looks like is eleven dollars for uh, mommy moment cherry lemonade, which is Evan Williams cherry whiskey. And mommy simply, moment, it's a mommy moment. I need a mommy moment here. I'm just gonna have a little seriously. lemonade. Seriously, mommy's mommy's kids have been a little um, annoying. We need a mommy moment, right? I think you can buy an entire bottle of Evan Williams for that much. Um, Not at Disney World, you can't. I understand. Yeah, seriously, I'm definitely disappointed. I was hoping for more use of other um coca-cola products like really like a good variety yeah like, are probably fine i wanted something a little more inventive I, to me like yeah. well you got yeah coke. take all take all the different flavors that they have currently at club cool that they're apparently offering at the this place and so take some of those different flavors we don't get and mix those with something because i can buy evan williams and coke at home yeah it's just, it's a good idea. Like, let's see what they, their mixologists can yeah, come like, up with. Yeah, like, what are you mixing awesome the drinks. Beverly with? Nothing. Exactly. Toilet water. <laughs> oh. um, but, or even, like, Mellow Yellow. That was my, I like Mellow Yellow, and I'm, maybe nobody else does. You can buy that home still. Like, right, I want something I would like truly to, unique. Yeah, that too. Uh-huh. But I just want to, or just, how about it all? You know, that too. You know, that sounds all right. right. Or how about, how about they just have a full bar, and so you can go up, and instead of saying, hey, I'd like a Jack and Coke, you're like, hey, I want to... You know, whatever watermelon yeah. thing, and how does that mix with some gin? Let's find out. And like, just have a bartender like, all right, I'll shake that up for you. Right, or maybe like what kind of along the lines of what Skipper always says about Trader Sam's in California. Uh-oh. How about some good bartenders who could come up with these for you? Yeah. <laughs> and sure, they'll be like, hey, let's check something out. Let's see how this goes with Mellow Yellow or whatever. That'd be pretty right. cool. So rather well, than yeah, so it's cool. I'm glad they're gonna. I'm glad they're offering the the drinks up there now. But yeah. They could. It's just. It's, it seems like there could have been more offerings. Definitely. Well, you got you have Coca Cola, Sprite, Vanilla Coke, Simply Lemonade, uh, Seagram's Ginger Ale. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And, oh, and Cherry Coke. Those but are you the different also, options. When you have no, you, but they do have the international flavors, and they have Coke Freestyle. So whatever hundreds of combinations they claim to have there you could also technically have if you wanted to get inventive and put that into cocktails do you have access um, to all that stuff upstairs yeah oh, i have all so, that up there yeah well then yeah. i would imagine that you know as long as you're probably friendly with the bartender who knows what will happen let's hope yeah. that oh, this is a this is a developing yeah. situation over time and it could be actually pretty fun yeah faith. one thing one thing i thought was sort of interesting if you're into that kind of thing is that they were offering um, these uh, different sort of, I want to call them flights, if you will. Uh, and they were just calling them trays. And they were legit trays. I saw some people ordering them. So you could get sort of the international sampler and have a little tiny um, portion of each in a tray. Or they had one with all their floats that they were doing. So I thought that was kind of cool. 
Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, so let's let's hope this continues and moves in the right direction and becomes a really unique place in Disney mm-hmm. Springs, which yeah. it really could be. Um, okay, I really need to know, mm-hmm. was Frontera Cocina as good as we had hoped? Uh-oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We had high hopes, though. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. That's the thing. I haven't talked to anybody that didn't enjoy it, but if you ask them if it's good, they're kind of like, it's all right. Mm. For me, so I judge a Mexican restaurant on several different factors, one of which being chips and salsa separately, um, tortilla quality, uh, margarita availability, quality, price-wise, and then just the overall ambiance. And then, of course, just the food in general. And so the food in general... I'll just start there. It was amazing. Mark is one of the pickiest eaters, at least as far as of um, giving high praise to something. And his facial expressions tell it all. Every time he'll bite into something, you can just look at his face and know exactly what he's thinking. When he bit into his carne asada taco, it looked like he was simultaneously getting a text that he had won the lottery. <laughs> oh, wow. It was... He was blown the fuck away. And the waiter was all jazzed to tell us about, like, why it's so good. Because basically the meat they use is, like, right up there in quality with Wagyu beef. And they get it from a private beef vendor. And it's all, like, they raise their cattle with love and care. And it's not some, like, Cisco Foods truck, whatever. So they were jazzed about their ingredients and their sourcing and all that. And it was very good food. I had the, I forget what it's called. It's on the appetizer section of the menu. It was, um, something with zucchini and poblanos, like a torta type thing. And it with goat cheese. It was really good. Um, so that, that part's good. Uh, the, we also got one of their guacamoles. They have three different flavors. One involves bacon. One that I got was the atomic that has a habanero salsa on it. The third, I forget. So, sorry, the actual podcast. Um, and Next it was very good. Podcast. It was very good. So I'm kind of going in reverse order here of goodness. So now we get to like the chips and salsa. Less than impressed. First of oh. all, the chips. The chips sucked. I'm sorry. I hated the oh. chips. They tasted like baked Tostitos. Oh. Like, so not even just chips out of a bag. It was chips out of a bag that were like designed to taste like cardboard because they're like low fat. Healthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm all about healthy, but, like, do it with quality ingredients and not, you know, high fructose corn syrup bullshit. Um, so I'd not care for the chips. And the salsas, they gave you two little itty-bitty cups. And, like, one was a chipotle, which was super runny. You couldn't even get it on the chip. It just slid off. The other yeah. was a cilantro-based, um, like, you know, verde kind of salsa, which is pretty good. But, meh. And then the margaritas, shit. You think Cava's expensive? This place has nothing on them. Or vice versa. I yeah. mean, the prices were ridiculous, so I didn't even order one. Mark got one. He said it was good, but, you know, when the waitress came around, I was like, oh, you want another? He's like, for $15? No, I'll have a beer. That's, Thanks. Yeah. If they pre-mixed um, them, maybe they'd only be 12 <laughs> Yeah, ah. there you go. And then the overall ambience, I didn't love it because it just was, like, so super big and loud, and it had that kind of, like, funky club music type shit that more yeah. than has going on that I'm not a fan of. So that's my take. Really good food for the most part, but not the chips, and didn't love the ambiance, and See, didn't. I want like BYO margaritas. Because there's no way I'm not going to have a direct comparison in my mind to uh, 
Maya Grill. I'm gonna. Have, it's gonna be impossible not to do that. So it's gonna be interesting I to see. I think the food is definitely better than Maya Grill. Yeah. Um, but ambiance wise, I'd prefer Maya Grill. Interesting. It's quieter there. Um, yeah. Yeah, they have like a guy playing guitar as opposed to club music. It's interesting. Oof, oof, oof. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it appeared from your texts, I mean your uh, your tweets, that the breakfast at Epcot, Mexico, was up to par, though. Oh yeah, like shockingly. It's good. Makes me so because, happy. This yeah, whole it's just making me hungry. Problem is, I don't typically go to Epcot until after. <laughs> after yeah, a we barely made it. We got there at probably like ten fifty, and they stopped yeah. serving the breakfast at eleven. Um, and so because we knew that we were going to Frontera for lunch, we didn't want to have a big breakfast. So we only got the chilaquiles and we split it. And frankly, it was more than enough for two people. It was it was a very, very good portion size. I thought it was great flavors, great quality. I think maybe technically the eggs were, had been sitting out for a little bit. They kind of were a bit harder yolk-wise. But whatever, it still tasted good. And I really admire the creativity going into designing the dishes as opposed to just like throwing some bullshit out there and yeah. calling it a day i'm excited I would, but so. yeah like the challenge is going to be to get there i mean skipper even on like uh say patties we try to rope drop and it's like we still don't get there till 10 30 <laughs> well and on st patrick's day we usually have breakfast before anyway but yeah uh you know i'm just saying it's hard to get there early at Epcot. oh yeah i mean i'm i'm excited that that breakfast is there do i think i'll ever eat it probably no yeah, just because I am not a get up early and go. Yeah. Well, Any other uh, things of note you'd like to share from your trip report, uh, Rhiannon? No, I think that's kind of it. I mean, I think everything I could say about Frozen's been said. I I was pleasantly surprised at how they're doing the animatronics with that sort of combination of classic animatronic movement with the projection of the animation yeah. on the faces so that was pretty cool um oh, i didn't i did enjoy the queue area because i love me some it feels like you're outdoors at night but actually you're indoors during the day yeah um it's so reminiscent like of the old exit of, of maelstrom yeah yeah definitely which because it basically is but yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah uh Sora and i enjoyed thoroughly um one thing I guess I'm, I shouldn't be surprised, but you know how you think, oh, I have a fast pass, so I can just, like, walk on and walk off. But next thing you know, you're still kind of in the queue for 20 minutes. That's for still... Sword. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah, it's the load. There's so many stops. I just, that's what it... Yeah. It's like there's, like, three different loading areas. So even if yeah. you have... After you split from standby to fast pass, they hold you in three different areas. And I... that Nothing bugs me more. Especially because there's no cell signal or Wi-Fi, and so you're just trapped to like or communicate with people around For you. A reason. <laughs> I just think there's no reason. I'm sorry, like this yeah. is no reason. Um, but Skipper, that the reason I, that reminded me when you said sleeping in on vacation reminds me of this article we saw, which is uh, FoxNews.com travel section did a list of things you should never do. At Walt Disney World. And I want to see if we agree or disagree with these. I disagree we, with them all. Well, should we go one by one? Yeah or nay? Disagree with them all. Yeah, let's go <laughs> one by one. Well, um, first one, our because listeners of what you said, have not read the article. Yeah. Yeah. They say number one thing you should never do at Walt Disney World is sleep in. <laughs> Skipper, you just, you, just you've totally, obviously, you just said. 
first thing you do. Oh, I just, I'm not, I, yeah, like, I'm on vacation. I want to enjoy myself. I'm not going to, like, I, I wake up early to go to work. I don't, mm-hmm. no, no thanks. I yeah. agree. That's I think me. the difference, oh, good. Yeah, I, I don't the know. article, it, not Skipper. Oh, you agree with the article? You, you like I to do. wake up early? I don't like to wake up early, but I also don't like waiting in lines or feeling like I'm missing out. So, yeah. I mean, I... priorities. If people's priorities are really, they want to do as many of the, uh, you know, especially with the fast pass, it's really hard to give up that first couple hours at Magic Kingdom. Just hard to give that up. So, uh, and, and I guess that's the difference between going all the time and going mm-hmm. every once in a while. Is I feel oh, like I go all the time, so I'm not missing anything. Yeah. Except for sleep. Yeah. But you can enjoy the rest of your day a lot more if you sleep in. So I right. might go ahead and disagree yeah. with that in the way that you you really you, you almost have to then pick the morning or evening to really enjoy it. It's tough. Um, I it pick is. both. So you are so Brandon, you are agreeing or disagreeing with that you should not sleep in. I agree, you should not sleep in. Okay, I'm going to actually go with it as a vacation. I would, if I was giving advice, I would say don't sleep in, come back later and take a nap later in the middle of the day. So I would agree with that. Next. Skipper's disagreeing. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. Number two, you should not expect to do everything. Agreed. Agreed also. I agree also. Yeah. You just, I, I, I think if it's, if it's possible to put this in somebody's plan is that you should spend, pick amount of time you want to be in a place, not just a list of attractions. Like, you want to go spend four hours in the parks, go spend four hours and have a good time. But also just have your priorities. So if you can't do everything, pick what you want to do and do that and get over it. You never dress uncomfortably. They show a girl wearing high heels. I see that sometimes in the parks, though. Yeah, no. Yeah, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Or jeans, like in the summer. I see that a lot, too. I'll see a lot of jeans in the summer. Um, you should not assume, all, uh, definitely don't ever assume all rides are appropriate for all ages. I don't have kids. I don't care. I don't guess I agree with that. I think it's all people. Like, you have to assume, like, if you're planning for somebody else, not everybody wants to do the same rides as you. I think that's the problem I get with people. They're like, how come you don't want to go ride this ride? I'm like, I don't want to ride that ride. So I don't even think it's the ages as much as just people's preferences. Yeah, so, not yeah. everything's for everybody. It's Can really hard. Try, try and convince Mark to go on It's a Small World because he still won't. I'll take Mark on It's a Small World. He'll go. He won't go. Yeah, he will. He'll go with Skipper. Yeah, we're good friends, Mark and I. Um, do not wait in super long lines. Uh, agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, it says take advantage sure. of fast pass. Don't wait in those long lines. No. Talk about yeah, that's where you ruin your vacation. Is then you go home thinking, oh, the lines are so long at Disney World. No, you kind of chose to wait in those lines. You know, do something <laughs> that doesn't happen. That, that was your or, that was your bad. Or wake up early when they're not yeah. long. Woof. They ah. put a sign at the beginning of the ride that tells you basically how long it's gonna be. So if it's a long line, don't get in it. That's on you. Basically. Yeah, again, and people, it says use FastPass, but that's what we did, Rian. When we, when we used to do vacation, if we, like when I went to Disneyland, we went and we realized that, oh my God, we got there, and I hate to tell you what was new at the time, it was Star Tours. Yeah. But, like, but Star Tours had like a two hour long wait. 
So we're like, we're not going to wait in that. We'll come back tomorrow morning and do it that morning. So that's what you do. You come back and you do it in the morning, the next day. You just got to plan. You just got to plan better. See, because waiting in those super long lines, that's a that's a fun killer right there. Is you don't there a line have- item for things not to do? Don't try to be spontaneous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't try to be spontaneous. Don't do it. Because <laughs> what's spontaneous about spending two hours in a line? It's not even that. It's like showing up without fast passes, without ADRs, thinking, Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, uh, it's going to make stuff up as we go along. Don't yell at Disney cast members. Obviously. Oh, fuck Agree. yeah. God, people do people do that though. Oh, it's really obnoxious. Yeah, people who yell are just dumb. Like if you feel you have to yell to get your way, just turn off this podcast now and go go listen to E Ticket. <laughs> <laughs> they encourage yelling. I don't know. They probably they probably do. I don't think it's like regardless of where you are, whether it's Disney, whether it's a grocery store, whether it's an airline. The person you're yelling at, chances are 9,900,000 9, times out of a million, whatever, it's not their fault. They didn't do it. They have no control. Like, you're just yelling at somebody who had nothing to do with the problem, so why bother? Yeah. And obviously, don't smoke in no smoking areas. That's so true. And yeah. here's an interesting one. The final one is actually I find kind of interesting. It says, do not plan a trip during the usual school holiday. Oh, okay, no. That's, do, do not plan a trip during the usual school holidays. And it yeah. says, do... Take your kids out of school. Yes. Um, I agree. It's, it's getting to that point where you almost have to to Which, avoid the crowd. And while I, I completely agree with it, but isn't it these days getting harder to pull your kid out of school? Because, like, I remember back when I was a kid, you know, the parents had to say, and if they wanted to take their kid out of school, then they took their kid out of school. Whereas nowadays, it's like, nope, if you have so many unexcused absences. Um, yes and no. I mean, they you're not supposed to, but... There's, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, say, frowned, like, it's frowned upon, I think, but like, there's no, they, you know, they'll call and be like, so-and-so wasn't in school today. They need a doctor's note, but you don't do it. And then what do they, they don't, it's not a big deal. Um, so but it's getting, it's interesting because it's getting to that point now. And that's what a lot of the discussion on Twitter and, and online has been. Um, the crowds are right now not as heavy as they have been in the past over the summer. And the question is, is it working? Are more people booking their trips to try to avoid the summer heat and crowds. And I, I personally think it is from anecdotally from people I'm talking to, they are saying, when can we come? And they're like, okay, we're willing to take our kids out of school if we have to. I mean, so anecdotally, I can say that when I showed up at Epcot Saturday, I was shocked to see how empty the park was. And this was at one o'clock in the afternoon should be peak time. And yet to your point, I'm not sure I agree with you because it's not like, the parks are new. It's not like school vacation schedules are new. It's not like heat in Florida is new. So why this year it seems to be lighter, I'm not sure you can just say, like, oh, people have caught on after, you know, 30-some yeah, years. I don't know. Well, I think the question is, is the, like, you know how they added the tiered pricing and stuff? Is that working or not? Or is it unrelated? And was it? Uh-huh. I think we're also, we've been so beaten down by these extreme crowd levels the last few years. That so I think it's a myriad of reasons, but yeah. So, Meh. but yeah, me, man, it is just so hot though. I can see why I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's <sighs> that they've changed the prices. It's just too damn hot to do anything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just you know, if you go from attraction to attraction, bar to bar, 
you're not outside for that long of a stint each time, but that's just me, I guess. Well, I, I was going to say, that's reasonable people. When you're a family, you know, you're chasing kids around and, whoa, just thinking. And wearing jeans and high heels. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're just making me want to throw up just thinking about it. I, one thing I also noticed, though, that what, the weeks before, I, I feel like since they redid the annual passes and added more uh, blackout date options, I feel like the, oh, the yeah. times right before the blackout date set in were absolutely horrendously slammed. And then pretty much right away they fell off. So I'm wondering if just so many people now have those summer blackout dates. Um, because, again, it's hot. They're like, well, let's just not pay the extra $150 and take them. So who knows? Maybe. Anyways. Anyway, um, Rihanna, you were featured yes. in a <laughs> online article for ThemeParkInsider.com oh, wow. on, yeah, a, I didn't realize. on an idea that we, as the 3 O'Clock Parade, had imagineered uh, a couple weeks ago, which is... To be imagineer it or fear it? Well, we, we definitely predicted it. Okay. Which is, and I, that's, that, that is the difference, is we'll predict things. We necessarily don't want it to happen, but we'll predict it. And we thought that Disney would somehow create or partner with Uber. And Rhiannon, you got a survey from Disney asking about your thoughts on an Uber-style transportation did. system. Um, what, like, sort of, what was the, 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 the way that the questions were phrased? Well, it definitely started out with, oh, like, you know, it, first of all, it presented itself as a transportation survey. So I'm thinking that it's going to be asking me, like, oh, you know, did you use Magical Express? No? Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> but it became quickly apparent that they were asking me while on Disney property during your last trip, because I had stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge for a few days, um, I was like, so did you use any transportation other than Disney? You know, rental, car, taxi, Uber? And I was like, actually, yes. You know, like, I first of all drove my own car, and I did use Uber, as a matter of fact, while I was there. And so I'm not sure if I had said, nope, just Disney, that that would have ended the survey. Um, but it progressed to be like, oh, Uber, so, like, why Tell me did more. you do that? Right. Like, so, you know, like, how much did you pay on average? Where were you going? Why'd you do it? <laughs> um, and so, you know, for me, and as I would assume many people, I did it to go from resort to resort because that's the most difficult thing to try and do with Disney transportation. Um, and so I said, you know, I was at the Wilderness Lodge and I wanted to go to the Poly. And if my option's a $5 Uber ride that takes five minutes or Disney transportation, waiting for a boat, take a boat to Contemporary, walk to the monorail, wait for the monorail, stop two stops, you know, it's like, seemed like a no brainer. So then the next page is like, what if we provided you with an option? And I was like, oh, shit. Here so, we go. <laughs> here we go. So they... Um, laid out a couple of different ideas because they, they're clearly uh, debating between how you pay for it because it was like, you know, check off which sounds more most interesting to you. And it was like, you basically pay for this privilege before you even get there. Uh, there was also a, you plan and book this before you get there. Up to 180 days in advance, which is my, like, yep. are you fucking kidding me? 
Um, and so I guess they're assuming, hey, if I made an ADR for Ohana 180s in advance, maybe I want to make an Uber yeah. reservation to get there. I don't know. Um, and so it was like, you know, when do you want to reserve it? When do you want to pay for it? In advance, while you're waiting for it, while you're in the car, or after you arrive at your destination, how do you want to pay for it? Do you use your magic band? Do you, like, you know, pay cash, whatever, all this? Um, and then they also asked, what's most important to you as far as amenities involved with that? And so they did ask the question of, like, how important to you is Disney branding, labeling? Um, and they even said, like, in-ride videos. So... So as far as this whole, like, we're just going to partner with Uber, if they f- get yeah. the results of their survey and everyone's like, I would love to have Disney movies in the car, I can't see how they're going to partner with Uber. Like, you would no, need to have right. the vans that have built-in DVD players into the, you know, uh, car headrests. I so, think then we're talking a really high-end, like, they're going to yeah. charge up the butt for this. Well, like, not just, just like... Like, how about... Having a Disney movie in the fucking car? What, are you going to watch The Little Mermaid between right? the Paul yeah, and, and the Yeah, and they asked, now. like, where would you where would you most likely use this? Would it be between parks? Would it be between resorts? Blah, blah, blah. Um, they also asked, would you be willing to share the car with other people? So if you happen to be, you know, going in the same direction as another family, would you mind being in the same car with them? Um, so, yeah, it was... They clearly were exploring pretty much every facet of this. So. so it almost sounds like it doesn't sound like they're thinking Uber style. It sounds like much more like town car service, you know, like yeah, where it's going to be, where it's going to be high end. They, I think, what it was is that they definitely put in enough questions that if you selected those as your answer, that that would be the direction they would go in. But sure. there were questions that you could select no. My priority is cheapness. My priority is speed. I don't care what the fucking car looks like. I don't care who's driving it. I just want to get from point A to point B. Um, And, you know, also, like, (laughs) my emphasis... You look after that and your your annual pass has been revoked. Sorry, you're watching. (laughs) Um, And, you know, like, you can... I, I personally, when I was checking off what's important to me, it was affordability and spontaneity. Because I do want to be at the Wilderness Lodge and be like, I need a lapu lapu. Let's go. Like I don't want to be. I I'm a planner. You know me. I love me some spreadsheets, but I don't want to be booking a car service no. in advance. No. So I personally answered my questionnaire with I want cheapness. I want spontaneity. I don't give a shit about Disney branding. And I basically flat out where I could enter in comments. I said, sure, do whatever the fuck you want, but it better be the same price or cheaper than Uber. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not interested in it. I think the more I hear this, the more I think what where I think where it's really going to be beneficial is like if you've got like one of those big family reunions or you've got, you know, and you got you're trying to get people that don't know what they're doing at Disney. You got 15 people at Port Orleans Riverside and you're all going to go to the hoop de doo like to organize that is such a mess on Disney transportation. Like you'd be willing to book ahead of time like we're going to hoop de doo We need transportation for our 20 person group. So well, and how one, how nice would it be that if you did that to the hoop? And it's Disney transportation that they just drive you there. You know, like you don't have to, to the get, hoop. Yeah, you yeah. get dropped off at Fort Wilderness mm-hmm. and still have to take their, yep. uh, you know, orange route or purple route. Is this orange or purple? What are we getting on right, right. now? <laughs> so, yeah, the more I hear what you're saying, Rhiannon, I it doesn't sound like Uber. It sounds like town car. 
or like airport shuttle. I think maybe I'm just not conveying it well enough. I think that mm. they are looking to see what it could be. Yeah. And they right. definitely presented enough options that you could take it in either direction. And they're waiting to see what direction it gets taken in by most people. Because so, it feels like the direction of Uber already exists with Uber. But like this but other idea of a large van with this movies. But if yeah. everyone who takes a survey says, yeah, we used Uber last time. We did it because it was quick and cheap. And we don't give a shit about Disney branding. We don't want to book in advance. We want something quick and cheap. Then if that's and the majority you go? response. Joe's crab shack? If that's the majority response, I can see them saying, okay, okay. We're clearly missing yeah. out on an opportunity because everyone's going to Uber. So if we can provide a relatively affordable, and I'm using air quotes, you can't see me. Um, right. You know, by Disney terms, then and then end if they had a means to somehow shut Uber off of property like they do airports, then they could say, okay, Uber would have cost you five bucks, but they're no longer allowed on property. So now we're going to charge you ten bucks instead. You want to use this? We'll see. So to be to be uh, continued. uh, Continued. Thank you, Skippa. Continued. 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 Um, Skipper, have you been to the new Soren yet? I haven't. Okay, because we have here uh, one of the uh, the the things here is that there is a different ending between Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort, and I wasn't this sure. This is better. true. If you had any thoughts on the Disneyland Resort ending, because I've seen and Rhiannon has now seen the Epcot ending, and I wasn't sure if you had any thoughts on them. Well, if you remember the ending from the original, where it, it kind of jumped over and went into Disneyland and up Main Street and you saw the parade and yes. fireworks. It's very simple. It's basically that still. So it still ends at Disneyland um, with the fireworks going off in the background and, and Tinkerbell. So it's not really different for us out here because um, that's the way it ended before. I actually, and and normally I, I, I like the, the California one more, but I actually like the uh, ending over Epcot with the uh, hidden Mickey and all that kind of like, yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, you you seen it? You all seen it though? I know you saw it in person. Yeah. Is it? That's not a real shot of Epcot though. It doesn't look. It looks. It's very bizarro looking. It almost looks like it's going over like a drawing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I would have to watch it again. Yeah. I did not get that initial impression, but maybe I'm just not. I just made that was me too. I've only seen it once, so I, but I do enjoy um, it. I think it is a fun... I love that they're unique endings, though. I think that is really yeah. cool. Can we talk about, for a second, that they don't do any olfactory experiences anymore? They do the dirt in uh, Africa. Oh, it smells really? like turf. Yeah. I didn't, like, uh, I didn't smell savannah. anything. Okay. I, I caught some savanna really? in Africa. Yeah. So one scent out of how many different scenes they have now? It's definitely not. I was hoping maybe they would sneak in the orange again somewhere because that was so cool. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm not picky, but the scent is. It just that was such a, to me, a big part of the original. And I'm fine with changing the movie. I'm not up in arms yeah. or, you know, foaming at the mouth about yeah. it. But I would have liked to see some scents. Well, I definitely caught the. the it must not be. Smell it must not be strong enough to be that noticeable because you didn't. I I picked it up. I was. You didn't. So we'll see. Um, maybe uh, some listeners can chime in with their thoughts on the scent of the savanna in Africa and see if they agree that they smelled some. Are you uh, sure you didn't just step in something on the way? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was the guy above me with his feet hanging. There out. you go. <laughs> 
Um, let's see. Rhiannon, you, you yeah. just visited the most recent addition to Disney Springs possible. Really? Until today. Uh, Homecoming just <laughs> opened. <laughs> Wait, it opened today? I think it was yesterday, actually. But Are you I just mean, since you've thought... been gone, Homecoming oh just opened. I thought Either it was like at least. Today. Oh, I thought it was a couple weeks from now. Nope, it actually Jesus. opened. Uh, pictures are coming in. Reviews are already coming in online. Oh my god! Um, you are gonna love this, Rhiannon. It's a Florida-themed, and Rich, you're yeah, like this yeah. Florida-themed restaurant. And the do you know what the souvenir cup is? Uh, it's not a joke. A Disney Springs bottle. No, it's Disney Spring. It's a. It's a. One of those. Um. Like a red solo cup oh, with God. homecoming written on the outside. Are you fucking kidding me? Like not a, it's, it's one of those, like, you know how they make the hard versions of so, red solo cups that are like tumbler versions, but they yeah. look just like a red solo yeah. cup? That's the souvenir m- <laughs> mug. Oh, I'm going to flip this fucking table. That's <laughs> just... Really? I mean, I I'm, not sure, I, I'm, not bringing a, I'm not breaking that up. Um, there's hot sauce on the table. Do you like that? Depends. What yeah, brand? Yeah, I, th- I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't see the branding. I'm looking at the pictures here on WDWMagic.com. Oh and the tables, they have some Ooh. pretty, it looks pretty so good. So basically, if I had just taken off work yesterday and today, I could have experienced the alcoholic options at Coca-Cola and been to the new restaurant. Yes, you literally missed two new offerings by like just a few hours. This is the sound of me flipping tables. Flipping tables. Flipping tables. So on the, Skipper, you and I uh, have not been to the last two restaurants. Which gets your attention more from everything we've seen and heard? Like the Homecoming or the STK or the uh, Frontera? Um, God, definitely. I'm torn between the Homecoming because I love fried chicken. But I also feel that Frontera just, like the Mexican food and the tequila might win. Plus that red Solo cup kind of pushed me away from yeah I I have not looked at the menu for homecoming so I mean I'm all for local foods obviously I'm good for any good food it's Um, locally sourced farm to table kind of stuff similar to what you were describing at um, there Um, so if it's just like I want a more comfortable atmosphere sterile Mm -hmm. I'm in a Vegas club type thing. Just not my cup of tea. It looks like a fancier version of um, the Cracker Barrel, maybe. <laughs> you know, you know what? I like that. I will take that. Yeah. I will fucking. Yeah. Take, I will I take, that. take that over STK any day. And I have not been there, so. No, oh, I haven't been. I've been to any of these places, but just looking at the pictures in the video online. Yeah. But the descriptions well, really and the reviews the I have read of SDK, I have no desire to go there. And that really fits the like look and feel of the newer part of Disney Springs over there, with the you know where it's right on the springs and it overlooks the water. And yeah, it, yeah. It definitely fits. That's pretty cool. Um, so uh, I'm definitely looking forward to trying them. But um, Homecoming definitely looks good. I'm looking forward to checking it all out. Yeah. It just God, there's so many new places so quickly. <laughs> yeah. First world problems. Oh, those are my favorite. Those are the <laughs> best kind of. 
problems to have. Um, speaking of first world problems, uh-huh. uh, did you see that they Disney's Hollywood Studios has now added a morning breakfast that you can pay for to go in and have just like they do in uh, Fantasyland, where you go in and you get breakfast and access to a few rides. But Hollywood Studios is doing it now, and it's like sixty nine bucks. And the at rides you get access to are Toy Story, Midway Mania, and Star Tours. Wow, just two rides. And the meet and greets for like Olaf and Minnie and Mickey. Okay. So well, I, wait, wait, wait. Much, How much is it again? Uh, I want to say it's. I don't want to give the. It was roughly sixty nine dollars. Roughly, I don't. I'm so, trying to look. Well, basically, we're in the same position again, where it's about the same price, or maybe just a little bit more than a character breakfast. Right. The characters are there, but you also get two rights. Yeah. All but, right. The way, when you do put it that way, it does make more sense. Wait, you said there is food included somewhere? It includes all-you-can-eat breakfast. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I'm still not going to do it, but whatever. So let me ask you this. That's your so problem. If you, would you do a character breakfast if you got fast passes to two rides? Because we might be imagineering something <sighs> yeah. right now. That's yeah, true. no. Okay, again, I'm not opposed to this. It's your money. You spend it how you want to. It doesn't affect exactly. me. Oh, agree. Um, I personally am not big on the character meet and greets in general, whether they're a meet and greet or a breakfast or whatever a meal. Um, so I probably wouldn't do it. But I'm not opposed to the concepts. Like let people do that if they want. Of to. course, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not. There is a lot of like I can't believe they would do this. It's just gouging okay. customers. I don't have it. But I am coming by. Like this doesn't. This whole concept was met with a little more meh than the uh, Magic Kingdom one was. And it sort of makes you... Yeah, but that's a good question, Rich. Would you do it for character meet and greets? Probably not for the main characters. Maybe, like, some unique characters, though. No, that would be cool. Right. Like, especially at Hollywood Studios, there's, they have a nice... They have every character there because of Fantasmic. <laughs> <laughs> I just so wonder, they're... you know, if I was a family booking a vacation and I was worried about writing, let's say, Toy Story... Yeah, and somebody said, "Hey, well, by the way, if you're going to go to a character breakfast in any way, why don't you just come to True. this one? It's all yeah. you can eat. You'll meet your characters, and we're going to get you onto this ride before anybody's even in the park." Yeah, you have such a different mentality when you're on like a huge vacation. Like no matter where you're at, not even just Disney. Like if you're there, normally, you, like you're in a hotel, and you're like, "Oh my God, six dollars for water? Sure, we're on vacation. Go ahead, <laughs> grab it." You know, you would yeah. never do that at Target. <laughs> So, sure, I'll take that water. Or $10 for a drink at the hotel bar? Yeah, give me two. I want another. Who wants more yeah. drinks? <laughs> give me more. So, uh, I get you're right. I think you do definitely make different decisions. And that's where that, looking at it that way, um, I could definitely see where time is money. And nice, you go in there, and that would be a nice relaxing way to do it all. And then you kind of get to leisurely chill there or leave. <laughs> Well, and my problem, based on our earlier conversation, is that I probably wouldn't wake up for it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless it's on the Jungle Cruise, right? Oh, my God. That's totally different. <laughs> so what if they did a character yes. dinner Jungle that Cruise. gave you two fast passes? That'd be fine, too. That's the right. That's a good idea. Skipper Dick Ritchie. Drunk at Disney. What are you doing? Playing Pokemon. On- Oh. October 14th through 16th. Oh, I know, I know. No, you don't. Getting a restraining order. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, being restrained. Uh, my original 
dream was to follow my girl Tiffany to Epcot. But my my original my, my plans to go to Disney World in the fall were shattered uh, the other day because I found out that my high school is actually trying to do a well they're the high school's having its hundredth anniversary right. and they're doing a um, if your reunion is anywhere within like the next few years they want to get everybody to go and do the same reunion for the hundred years anniversary. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it's going to be like a, a Guinness, Book of, Guinness Book of World Record thing. So. You won't be coming to Disney World this fall. I, I Well, and so I was the uh, senior vice president, whatever. And apparently it's our responsibility <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh, plan organize this? and organize these things. You know you can't have it at the Bally High in San Diego. You know that, right? No, I'm going to – but there are multiple – Can you places. have it at Disney World? Well, if, if I could get everybody to go, but the problem is that El Paso, Texas is far from Disney World. And ev- nobody even lives in El Paso anymore. So I'm just like, let's all just right. travel. Go to Disney World. Yeah. The problem is that El Paso is still the central location. And that's, and that's where they're trying to get oh. this whole giant reunion. Yep. So – so you will not be seeing Tiffany at oh Eat to the God. Beat. It just breaks my heart. I don't want to talk about it. I'm so sad. Uh, what we're referring to is the concert lineup has been announced for Eat to the concert and Skipper Dick Ritchie's Idol. Or is Idol the right word? What 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 no, word do you she's been she's been my crush since I was, you know, whenever she was out, whenever that was, she was my crush. I Any of these her. jump out to you, Rhiannon? Um, I was interested in Soul Asylum. Until November I realized, 2nd, 3rd? yeah, that's a Wednesday, Thursday. So there goes that. Um, yeah, I haven't looked at the dates yet. Is this similar to the uh, other one uh, where <laughs> yeah. all the good people the are during the week? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think I want to say fuels on a weekend. I could potentially. Yeah, that seemed good. I'd like to go see. Yeah, that. I would do fuel. Mark wants to do Blues Traveler, and I'm like, ugh. I'm like Christopher Cross. Yeah, no. Some yacht rock, but in all seriousness, I love that. I've been. I knew this was. I, I remember this when their song hit, and that was the song "Hey There, Delilah" by the Plain White Tees. Yeah. And I remember. I was in Epcot thinking, and the, the song was like somebody was. It was like you know I'd heard it on the way to Epcot, and I was thinking, <laughs> how many years until Plain White Tees are yeah. here at Food and Wine Festival? And I wish I remember when that was because it has not been that many years, and they are here. So, um, um, came true. I also feel like I'm not a personal Hanson fan, but a bunch of my very, very close friends are Hanson fanatics to this day. Yeah. I love Hanson. And so part of me wants to just go to Hanson just to take pictures to rub it in their faces, not yeah. to actually enjoy Hanson. That's but, the only show I've ever been to at Eat to the Beat where it looks like a real concert. I mean, the, the fans are like pressed up against the front, charging the stage. Like I've never, you know, you know typically everyone's just kind of a bunch of people that don't really care, like sitting back, listening. Not at, not at the Hanson show. I mean, it is packed and it's like real fans. But yeah. what I thought was weird though is on the Disney page, uh, not the link that you posted here, uh, Drunky, but the actual Disney page, it doesn't even have Umbop as the, right. <laughs> their known song. It has some weird. I was like, "What the 
fuck is that? <laughs> I think they're trying to market them as relevant. Get the girl back. Is... Yeah, get the girl back. I was like, I don't sure. even know what that song is. Uh, they tried to have it on their head, but yeah. as long as they have the beer mm, hops, we're good. <laughs> is that but. is that going to be the song that you write next? Mm, mm, hop. Doop, 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 doop. That's the name of their beer. It's good. Okay. It's good beer. Uh, so there you go. So check out the concerts. Make your plans. Everyone but Skipper DeGritchy, who will not be mm. here. I'm so sad. Uh, the food booths were announced, so um, you can check those out too. Those are available. I like to just kind of – I don't really do a lot of research when I go to – are you somebody that goes to – does research before you go to Food and Wine Reanimator or do you just stumble around and I, check I it out? I do because I find – and it's not because I'm some kind of obnoxious person, although you could say I am. But um, I do it because if I don't, then I just eat the first few things that sound yeah. good. And then by the time I get to other things, I'm like, oh, but I'm full. Yeah. So I like to know what I'm getting into and prioritize what I'm really after. That is one of the times where I really do look at a lot of the different um, blogs and stuff right before it opens of who goes on that first day. And I really do look at their pictures of what the – I typically don't do that all that much, but I definitely do for food and wine. But when it gets right up to the date and say, that yeah. looks good, I'll go check that out. Especially um, if something sounds good just from the menu description, but then a bunch of different people are saying, oh, that sucks. So. Yeah. Exactly. I want to see like the what the stuff to avoid because it looks good, but it's not good. Right. It's one thing if you are local and you can go multiple times, but if you're going for one day, you really need to prioritize and know what you're hitting up. Well, even me as a local, it's also it's just it is such a big expense if you go and do it big that you don't. I don't want to do it that many times just because of how much it costs. Yeah. You know, it, it really it can add up if you're going to go go there and do it right. So. Um, how about you, Skipper? Are you a planner ahead of time, or do you just kind of wake, work your way around? Uh, my plans are usually like, um, I mean, you've been there. Yeah, <laughs> we. I remember we, food and wine. Right. So, well, oh, for food, well, it's the same way for food and wine. Like, I never plan yeah. a restaurant to go to because I know we're just gonna like eat and drink around the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, if like if there's a concert that I want to see, then I'll try to make sure that I'm in that area around one of the times it starts or before so I can get in line. Um, but now, I mean, I, I want to try everything when I'm there. So, yeah, so true. Um, I have a naive question. Yeah. Do they do eat to the beat dining packages? Like they do candlelight processional? Uh, no. And I, at least I've never, I don't remember the saying them, but they, um, Wait a minute. Last year, didn't they do a thing? Now, I'm getting them mixed up between the Flower Power <laughs> and the uh, Eat to the Beat. Because yeah. at the um, American Adventure Pavilion, Chase gave out wristbands a few times for reserved seating. So we'll have to get, as a factual podcast, we'll have to do some research mm, yeah. and get uh, actual details on this. Because you would think we would have heard something about it by now, given the fact that we've already all booked her kind of yeah, like processional they don't do dining packages but they do i remember have some sort of reserve seating because i remember yeah. them giving them away at the chase pavilion um last year um skipper are you gonna buy this lego <laughs> cinderella castle fuck yes i know 350 bucks oh which, yeah it's a steep price it's such a lot of money but as, as a lot of people pointed out it's like yes that's a lot of money but that's not any more expensive than other lego sets for right what it's just legos are just expensive so I have a dumb question because 
as a kid, I was super into Legos. I had so many fucking Legos, but I was a kid. And so you get the set, you build the thing, and then you demolish it, and then it goes into your collection of Legos, and you build whatever the fuck you're going to do. Yeah. So as an adult, if you're doing this, it's kind of like you buy it, you build it, and then you like leave it on display on a shelf somewhere. I mean, it's like you're dismantling it, and then... I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah as, just, a, as a memento, it'd be yeah, like buying a. It's it's the Lego version of going to the what is the what's that glass blowing store in a in a Germany. Sure. Crystal shop, whatever. <laughs> but shut but, up. So, my point though is that this almost seems to make more sense price wise for a kid than it does an adult because as a kid you're gonna use those Legos again and play with them for, you know, years. Whereas an adult, you're going to use them once and it goes on a shelf to collect dust and you're not actually, like, using the Legos. Yeah, but so. which, which person has $350, the kid or the adult? That's the, that's the rub. <laughs> well, the kid's never actually buying the Legos. The adult is, but the adult's doing it thinking, oh, they're going to get years of use out of this. That's the rub. I don't know. So I, yeah. I love the concept and, man, but I have some fucking fun playing with that. But... It would be the fun building it, and then that would be the end of it. I'd be done. So, I don't know. No. So, a uh, lot of people excited about that, though. Huge response. It is sure. It is very cool looking. I definitely yeah, I did hear awesome. Rhiannon. This is, I don't yeah. know, this was not official information, but this, okay, I'll tell you this. A guy that, uh, there's a guy on Twitter who apparently works somewhere, blah, 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 make a long story short, Too said late. the next one coming is possibly the Haunted Mansion. Uh, so, well, they, the Disney World Haunted Mansion. Uh, they uh, they uh, actually ask you, to, like, there's a, there's a page you can go to on the Lego site that has all these ideas. Uh, and then if it's almost like a Kickstarter. If they get enough people that say uh, that they're interested, then that's they'll, where they'll go. That's where uh, they go. So. All right, you know what? All right, fuck all of this. I clearly have chosen the wrong path in life my path is to work for lego and when the kickstarter whatever voting comes in and it says okay well we have enough votes we need to make a cinderella's castle i want to be the person responsible for making it oh so i've yeah you gotta are you I good fucked at up. i fucked up so, yeah, i'm yeah. the shit at legos yeah oh yes. good um god damn it wrong career path I need to like Ooh. time machine, go back fifteen years, start again. Ooh, that! What are you hearing off in the background? Anybody hear anything off in the background, Skipper? I think I hear some crazy Canadian. Speaking of a career path, my career path should have been Can- Can- Canadian Disney store reporter or c- c- carnival worker. Today, Junior. Today, Junior. What's she doing up there? Get Char on the line. Let me get Char on the line and see what's going on. Hello, Char. Hey, Char, this is Rich from the Golden Coast. Oh, God. I'm just... Drunkie's now making me say that. Hey, Skipper Dick Richie. This is Char reporting from the great white... I just... I can't say it. Oh, man. I don't blame you. Let's just rebel against Drunkie and his nonsense and say whatever we want. Okay, okay. Hold on. Here it goes. This is Char reporting live from the, I don't even know, um, Lethbridge? Yeah, this is Skipper Dick Ritchie from, well, 
I don't know, someplace not the fucking Golden Coast, that's for sure. Woohoo, rebels, we're rebels. Okay, 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 okay. Take it easy there, James Dean. Let's actually talk about what's happening in the Canadian Disney store. Yeah, we haven't heard much from the store lately because we were covering that stupid kiosk that opened down the mall. Well, today we have some Canadian Disney store magic happening. Philippe has set up a booth inside the store demanding the Coca-Cola store in Disney Springs offer some sort of Canadian pop products. That's soda for you Americans. Hmm, so you guys aren't being represented with the correct soda, you say? No, it seems like the problem is there's no specific Coca-Cola product to Canada. So what does the petition even say? Well, it pretty much says Canada isn't being adequately represented within Epcot or the Coca-Cola store, and that we here at the Disney store demand equal representation. So does Philippe bother to even say how he wants Canada to be represented? Uh, He wants clearly Canadian on the shelves. And did you mention that... That Clearly Canadian is owned by Pepsi and that Clearly Coke would not sell a Pepsi product? Yeah, I told him. And what did he say? He told me I wasn't allowed to sign his petition or enter the store for 24 hours. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So then where are you? I'm at home. Just watching Game of Thrones, having a few beverages. Yeah, and Rhiannon is right. You guys are idiots for not watching this show. Actually, you know what? I have to go. I'm watching the season finale. Oh my God, I gotta go. Well, enjoy Game of Thrones up in the Great White North. We'll talk to you later. Oh, man. Ooh, well, uh, sounds like Philippe is not quite understanding the difference between Coca-Cola and Pepsi on that one. I love, I love Philippe, though. I love, He's, you gotta love this guy. The guy is a go-getter. He's just not very smart. No, but that's cool. So I do love the speak, I love the idea of the Canadian edition for the Coca Cola. I mean, it's 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 an exciting time, right? Yeah, I mean, Canada, Canada is, <laughs> is ready to grow into Canada. Oh, speaking speaking of growing, uh oh, it's time for some ask sour boner. Ask sour boner time. The boner for you. Ooh. Double gross. <laughs> um, we got lots of lots to get to on Ask Sarah Boner this week. As um, shoot, what the heck happened? Okay, the last one for last week was the like six bits, Kyle. So six bits. Sorry, you six were the last one last week. Bits. Which brings us to the first one for this week, which is a drama day. Who? And I'm gonna. Leave, this goes to you, Skipper Dick Richie. The question is, why, why, why did they not put the Death Star Trench Run in the updated Star Tours? Why? Uh, what? Um, <laughs> I don't. Dram- I don't have a. I don't have an answer for you, Dramaday. Dramaday uh, really wanted it though. The Death Star Trench Run that would have been cool. That's kind of what the original was. Well, I, and I will also say that the Star Tours. Like, update that came through, that happened before Disney had really taken over, and that was still a uh, George Lucas thing, which is why I think they still focus on, like, the pod races, and uh, don't you go to, like, uh, the Wookiee planet? So it was a lot of that other shit that probably would have never have made it if it wasn't George Lucas still in control. Right. Mm-hmm. So the same way we like to blame Shanghai, oh, I like no. to blame George Lucas. Thanks, George. Thanks, 
George. Hashtag. <laughs> um, the traveling salesman has a uh, a long question, and it's 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 a it's a it's a thought provoking one. So it's um, about alcohol at Disneyland, Skipper. Oh. So we'll start over there with you again. Would you make the decision to let all of Disneyland sell alcohol, but Walt reappears from the dead, sees you doing it, and calls you a dick? Now he can't reverse it. But he stays alive until you die and publicly disowns you. So you basically have to know that you disappointed Walt Disney himself. Would you still do it? I would not. But I'm not like – I'm one of those – I don't care if the Magic Kingdom – I would like to someday be able to drink yeah. there. But I am not one of the – it has to happen. So, no. I would never want to do anything to upset Walt. Yeah. Rhiannon? I'm going to go with yes. No? <laughs> I knew it. Well, no, but my, my rationale here is that, okay, I may be the asshole. However, I truly believe that if by making that decision, Walt was reincarnated, that he would see so many other things that pissed him off. That he may call me a dick, but he'd move on and call that person oh, a yeah. dick, and that person a dick, and that person a dick, and that person a dick. And so really, you know, I'd be lost in the crowd of dicks. So what you're yeah, saying but- is it's the least of the worst of the bad things that have happened since he died. You know, maybe not even the least, but like in the lower 30%. Yeah, but right. this actually specifically says that he's going to do it until you die, and he's going to publicly disown you. Wow. So he's gonna also publicly disown other people during no. the tenure of my lifespan. Maybe, but during your entire life, he's just every time that he even thinks of. Hey, okay, you know what? Like, How about this? How about this? Rhiannon, like In, Shannon, is a dick. What other opportunities would you? Well, okay, this is a stupid question. I want to hear dead, say that. But <laughs> let's pretend he was magically reincarnated for other reasons. Would you ever get to meet him or talk to him or have anything to do with him? I mean, this way, at least See, I get to like, meet the guy. That was the only thing I was thinking, is that, well, do you get to meet him or does he just automatically go like, God damn it, what a fucking pain in the ass. You ruined my park. No, it's it's yeah. more like when like Roy Disney was pissed and he didn't actually work for the company anymore. He just did it from afar and just bitched. Right? Oh. Yeah. Mm. Walt would know who I was. I will go with... God. See, I... I'm going to stick with in that scenario. I'm going to say no. I'm not in that scenario, but I will lead with. Really? I will go with the dick fact, of Twitter. I mean, like I will go with. I don't think it's accurate. I think Walt Disney would be like. I think he comes back right now and he goes, "Are you serious? You still haven't started selling alcohol at the Magic Kingdom yet?" He'd be like, "What? So, what have you guys been doing?" It's like Disney's Second Amendment. Yeah, he like he wakes right? up. He's like, "Are you serious? <laughs> you thought." I really I like to believe like it's well known that the last words that Walt Disney ever wrote on paper was um God what's his name Kurt Russell Kurt Russell yeah. I like to think that he was trying to say Kurt Russell guess what we're gonna start selling beer <laughs> when we get to Florida mm. so oh, there man. you go um Dizwire oh my God this I, did you guys happen to see this Dizwire um. Last week, right before we recorded, Joe Rody had did this whole thing about the the fish, the the breaded the, right. the whole fish, and he had said this whole metaphor of how it was a metaphor for adventure. 
And then, sure. and then Dizwire had said, what is the metaphor for the Nomad Wings? Well, Joe Rody responded to the Ask Sour Boner. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> Joe Rody answered an Ask Sour Boner. And here is the Joe Rody quote from... So God bless Dizwire for getting Joe Rody <laughs> to answer an Ask Sour Boner. So his response is, and I quote... Three butter chicken wings are a metaphor of choice. It's not which to eat first. The point is to choose and dig in. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but it means that Joe Rody answered and asked Sour Boner question. Thanks to Dizwire. So I, good which work. I... Yeah. Props to Dizwire. Who is the Drunkies Amazing Race play at home champion? That is. Does that is he really get a back cool. scratcher? I feel Isn't like we should great? make a plaque of that and put it someplace. It Not is. Back scratcher. <laughs> he answered Dizwire's Ask Sour Boner. So That is just cool. God bless America. So That is just freaking cool. <laughs> I, when, I, when he said it, um, I thought he was kidding. That like it, <laughs> it wasn't really in response to Joe Rody or to our question. Or, his, or what I mean is, I guess, to Dizwire's question. But then I looked and I'm like, oh my god, he actually answered Dizwire's <laughs> Ask Sour Boner. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's bonkers. I took a screenshot. I just took a screenshot of that. I'm gonna save yeah. it forever. Yeah, that's that's going on the t-shirt. Mm. Oh my god, t-shirts! <laughs> yes. Do we get to that now? I think we have it. It's coming up. I think where we have coming more up. a so picture and everything. We'll get to it. But um, Jen with two N's would like to know. Um, in, in, in a hypothetical situation where we've been nabbed by security and banned from Walt Disney World for no. five years, what awesomely heinous crime did we commit on property? Go. I hate this question because I would – that was like my – word. that would be terrible. Yeah, I would never – I no. Nothing never happened. I yeah. was framed, I tell you. Framed. Yeah. And in all seriousness, I mean, um, that is one of the reasons I definitely – people joke a lot. I try to – I'm a rule-following guy at Walt Disney World. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Real funny. So, um, but if it ever happened, it would probably be for jumping. And okay, I will answer this. I want to take uh, Scott, the Disney Cruise Line blogs float and float it down Disney Springs. <laughs> I think that would be so wonderful. So if I ever happened, it would probably be for that. It'd be something that I felt was harmless and they disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that may not be the best idea. No, probably not. See, so. when I first read this question, I initially thought of it as, like, what would you kind of be almost proud in a badass way to say you did? But well, now I'm sort of interpreting it as, like, what would you see as worth it? So I see. Yeah. And it'd be really like, hard to come up with something worth it. But I think if I was going to yeah. be proud of something, it would be floating the, the springs okay. so with like, a drink was, and a cooler. On the springs. So my initial thought was like, mm, sex act in a dune buggy. Oh. Because, <laughs> like, you know. Any volunteers? <laughs> I'd not make my Monkey. hashtag Mr. out of that Monkey. shit. Yeah, <laughs> not right? Mr. Monkey. Not Mr. Monkey, believe it or not. That float had oh. sailed. Woof. Poor um, But as far as, like, worth it, um, I'd almost go with, like, getting off of a ride vehicle and trying to explore... Like the Haunted Mansion on foot. Yeah. Yeah, like those guys did with the Horizons. 
Yeah, but, you know, like, while it's still active, and I'm yeah. just, like, running around the graveyard. <laughs> yeah. Why is that lady in the graveyard? Yeah. But in all seriousness, I, I I can't think of anything that would be too worth it, so it's yeah. tough. No. So it'd have to be something funny, like floating the springs, and I'd be like, are you serious? You're really upset about this? <laughs> I would well, probably just, like, quietly point at Scott, like, mm, that wasn't me. <laughs> um, I've been trying to talk him out of it the whole time. Um, great big beautiful tomorrow would like to know why is it that only he and me, Drunk at Disney, clearly see that the whole point of My Magic Plus is to go eliminate standby. It's the fifth gate. I, I it is. He and I are the only ones that, that see that. But yeah. um, well, so you're us. both drinking some questionable water somewhere. So my answer is is because no one else is paying attention. Sure. Uh-huh. To all the tests and the, the little baby steps moving in that direction. So, mm-hmm. so that's why. Uh, let's see. We did a show. Okay, so Bay Lake Spence wanted to know where the ass sour boner came from, Skipper. Uh, they just—I think they just wanted more ass sour. Like, uh, no, bring it back. And it said this needs to be a thing again. And it's the not to zoo. Oh yeah, not to zoo. Not to zoo. I, and that's when I said that's that's. We did a show about that, and that's where Ask Sour Boner came from. That's right, because we were doing Sawabona. <laughs> yeah. The greeting in Wahili or whatever was yeah. Sawabona. Yep. That's awesome. Uh... Yep. And I do. I agree. I love the Nada Zoo. I yeah, love it. Yeah, me too. The, and the, this, the music. He's like, ha, 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 ha. Nata Zoo. <laughs> it's great. Nata Zoo. Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Wonderful. I tell you. Um, okay, Dramaday wants to know in our in their infinite wisdom, and it would be Disney has hi- will hire us to do a full refurb on Future World. What's the plan? Tron coaster, definitely a centerpiece. Rhiannon, do you have you thought about this? Have you do you have a? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna change Future World into Past World. And I'm just going to revert everything back to the way it was. Except okay. for Soren, I'll keep Soren. And maybe add some bars. I'll add some bars. So like some more bars, keep Soren, but everything else goes back to the way it was. Yeah. I, I've i always thought, and not even, I know you're saying the past world, but I've always thought, and just ditch the future world name, and just the whole part goes as, world, uh, goes as um, World's Fair. World's Fair. Meaning... World's Fair, and so the front part is just called. It, it may not even it, the. I don't. I don't. I don't know what you would call it, but the, you have the different pavilions, and then the the country pavilions all is part of World's Fair. And even if you change the name to Epcot World's Fair or something like that, so and basically what the plan would be to go look at the movie Tomorrowland, and take the visuals from that and make it look cool, like futurism from the '60s. I think that is such a cool look, retro futurism. With a Tron coaster. Yay. And and um, the Imagination Pavilion as the other uh, main hub of a, a new Imagination makeover. Those are the two things that they would need to the do. original. Original figment. Unless, yeah, bring back original figment. I don't know if it's the exact ride from before, but make it a, a that has got to be the centerpiece. Imagination and figment have to be like the face of that park again. Mm-hmm. So... With there, with there being like a left and right side of it, are we gonna? Is it just gonna be one big theme the whole way across? 
or is the left side going to be one thing and the right side another? And my other, I think really where that question came from is what's going to go in interventions? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing right now. It's just turning into character meet and greets is what it's doing. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's like a giant waste of space. Yeah. Future uh, Communicore slash Interventions, uh, which is a West, I believe, the one that's over by the land, that one is basically all character meet and greets and club cool. That's all there is. Um, and they add- Starbucks. Oh, yeah, Starbucks. I well, maybe we can add a Starbucks on the left side. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Even place, it out. Refurb the electric umbrella into the Starbucks. Yeah, into the Starbucks well, we all know. And well. Or something edible. Your draft still problem. Yeah, that yes. Your your chemical cooking astronomy. Yes. Yeah. Um following up on the Coco chat from last episode, what other rides could you think of doing a seasonal overlay? I got this. When? Oh. You ready for this shit? I'm ready. More than ready. All right. Okay. Princess and the Frog, Mardi Gras. Oh. Liberty Bell, Mark Twain. So good. That'd be Becomes cool. a motherfucking booze cruise with yeah. beads and a jazz band and yeah. Boobies? Sure. Yes. yes. And why not a show, a corresponding show in the, um, so basically all of that area of Frontierland in the, uh, the Golden Horseshoe could, that whole area would be a great. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. I love it. How about instead of coming up with a new one, why don't we bring back the seasonal overlay on um, Country Bear Jamboree that they already did? It was awesome. There was a summertime um, overlay. That's what I want. I want the summertime one on Country Bear Jamboree back. And the Christmas. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I I'm, wasn't familiar with it, but I mean, hey, sure. Why not? Maybe what they could do is they could do, um, they could take the Enchanted Tiki Room and they could bring in two new birds to manage it. Burn in hell. Oh, like maybe what? I don't know. Just, just maybe that one from uh, the Lion King, Iago. Okay. You know, Zazu, maybe the one from I don't this know. This is why so we have can't have nice. Aladdin. Why you have no friends? And Basically, they could come in and. I have to tea. go. I have to like go, wash my cats or something. <laughs> He also wants to know, Jeremy wants to know, are there any universal e-tickets worth swapping at Disney? Would you take any of them? Yes. Which one? Oh. Interesting. All right. So, like, what's that one called with the music, like the Rip Ride Rocket or something? Yeah, the Roller Coaster yeah. Rip Rocket. Yeah. I would swap that for a rock and roller coaster. Right, like an outdoor, legit, tall roller coaster. I don't even fucking care. It's like a legit roller coaster that lasts more than two seconds. With yeah. Aerosmith, because who cares? I do um, love coaster. I would swap out Dueling Dragons for Toy Story Made by Mania. <laughs> and I would swap out Hulk for Frozen. Wow. All th- just bring in all the roller coasters. Yeah, I think we need some more coasters. And but of I, all the stuff that you could get rid of, like... I chose you carefully. Get, you wouldn't get rid of, like... <laughs> The movies, like Circle Vision. <laughs> no, they. He specifically said e-ticket attractions. If I could yeah. swap out the crappy shit, then obviously yeah, I, I would go ape shit. But 
No, I, I, I interpreted the question to be each ticket yeah, attraction. I, I think so, maybe one yeah. for one. I, I probably, I don't think I would do anything because yeah, if I want to go to Universal, I'll go to Universal. I, I agree, and I. But is there one that stands out? Um, the one thing that I really love at Universal, and it's the, I, I don't even know if it's considered an e-ticket though, is Hogwarts Express. I think that's so cool. I would love to have that. I don't think it's Hogwarts. considered e-ticket. Isn't that uh, the train to Rafiki's? Yeah, right. <laughs> Basically. Basically. If that would take me to Epcot instead of Rafiki's, that would be fine. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, that's oh, what I... I've always wanted. So yeah. that's what, oh my God, that's just it. We don't even have to add a new train. We just move the path of, okay, never mind. Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, the, the Hogwarts Express is the only thing I want from Universal. Hmm. Well, all right. Let's see. And here we go, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Let's just have a nice, ex- I mean, let's. I can't believe it. One year at Disney, he bought the first shirt. We have he it. He bought Woo! the first shirt. It's super exciting. We have a picture of him in it. Uh, yes. Are, when are you going to send out these? Uh, I'm going to. I, I will contact them to get their addresses, and I will send them out uh, ASAP. Yeah, yeah. Um, Were there I will actually give Mr. That? Monkey his in person. I'm planning on seeing him shortly. Can you uh, hit him upside the face with I will it? Hit him upside oh. the face. I will give Mr. Monkey his in person, but I will send uh, them to upside the face and Disney. Some smacks in the ass too. And uh, Dustin, uh, the two other recipients of the uh, signature back scratchers. So one year at Disney got the first shirt, and he looks marvelous. Yeah, it's great. I don't know if you saw, he's going to be there in October and would like to, uh, if any of you guys want to meet up with him, since I'm not going to be there, but uh, he wants to take a picture in the shirt with, I, with us. As, as much as, since I don't know exactly, you know, I, I'm going to, as close to a guarantee as possible, I will say yes. I will come over. I would definitely, that is awesome. I want a picture of One Day at Disney with the shirt, drunkies and all, with the back scratchers. I mean, yeah, we're doing it's just all. super cool. Yeah, so um, I can't. I mean, I mean, barring some weird reason, I can't come over there. Yeah, um, unless, yes, you, unless you're a real creeper. <laughs> Here's a survey yeah, you right? have to complete first. Just he, he, here's the deal. One day at Disney, just whatever you do. When I come to when we come meet, please don't try to sell me Amway or some sort of like <laughs> multi level marketing. Like seriously, let's just let's We've got let's not do that. Try to harvest any organs from him. <laughs> well, I, you don't yeah. want them. You don't want any of our organs. With, trust right. me. Insurance. Yes. Mm. No, no insurance. No. Yeah. No. No life planning. Uh, anything like that. We're good. Um, <laughs> um, Rhiannon's liver has been on fire with with good wow. content. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I think the more that you drink, Rhiannon, the better content huh. comes from your liver. Um, Main Street USA still has a barbershop. What oh. other everyday type of store should it also have? Not No taverns. So what other... Okay, well, I, fuck you, liver. What other type of store should be in there? <laughs> I hate to say it, but nowadays, why not a cell phone store? That's what everybody needs, really? like cell phones. Okay, that's not my answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go with that. No, but that was the first thing that jumped to mind. You guys go ahead. All right. Skipper, you can go first if you'd like. Uh, no, I was actually going to say that when Disneyland first opened, they actually had a lingerie store on Main Street. Okay, that so, definitely was the nice. answer. So. so, yeah, if they want to bring back a brawn panty store, I'll, uh, I'll, I would be more than happy to be the guy that works with the uh, measuring tape. 
you know, there you go. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to go with a more obvious slash family friendly option of a pharmacy. I oh. think you could do it in the stylings of a classic yes. 50s old mom and pop type shop. But I think you could also offer very legitimate needful things to people who are on vacation who yeah. forgot chapstick, sunscreen, who need band-aids, who forgot their deodorant, like shampoo, like whatever. I mean, just and having all that and I think yeah. you could you could do it in multiple ways, either legit having um regular brands or you could also make everything Disney branded and have it's like Mickey's deodorant or whatever. So I, know, I think you have fun with it. I think it would be successful. That's a great answer. A needful thing. It could also be cute in the theming of a 50s town. And yeah. That's my answer. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I, would, I think that's a great Thanks. idea. I think having a pharmacy would be cool. How about like a petty arcade? That'd be nice. Oh, wait. They had that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Skipper, you talked about this when we, we first got on the call. Jordan Duncan would like to know, how do I evolve my beer into a Drunkachew? This is, he's obviously referring to the, the new Pokemon mm. game, uh, Pokemon Go. How does he turn his beer into a Drunkachew? I like it. Maybe I've always thought if you could flip the camera around, you could do like Drunkies with your uh, uh, Pokemon. With your Pokemon? Well, I mean... But you can't flip the camera. I so, think this is also one of at least two or three questions we have about Pokemon right now. So, I would say that uh, specifically yeah. for his answer, because he's drinking a Yingling. Yeah, uh, right? what he needs to do is continue collecting Yinglings, and as he gathers Yingling candy <laughs> and uh, Stardust, he will turn them into his trainer and use those to eventually evolve. Uh, from his little twelve ounce yingling to hopefully some sort of keg. I oh I was gonna go with you could hopefully evolve from a yingling to like a legit local craft beer and just, don't get me started. There's like a yingling brewery in Tampa. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just going. You with know what I'm saying. The actual how to do things in Pokemon. Being as nerdy as possible. Answer. Which I don't know those things. So I just I explained it to you. See, I, you I don't know. Well I think have more been German. I don't know. Oh, I was. I think Drunkachu game, dr like like Drunkachu would be like you actually go around and instead of catching, uh, so so to evolve this beer, you need to find all the little drink stirs from all the bars, and the more you get, it's going to evolve into a Drunkachu. Okay, you guys are like I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Okay, here's what you do. It's called Untapped. You download it and you. Checking your beers. If you have to use your camera on your phone, you can scan the barcode of your beer. Boom! Done. I solved it. There we go. Okay. Next. <laughs> uh, Brian, Dirt Cheap, Dirt Cheap Disney would like to know, do you think the guy who invented the boomerang really just wanted to play Frisbee but didn't have any friends? Yes, it, yes I did. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, oh, Skipper. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Um, my buddy Dan, Crimson Tide Dan, and Rhiannon's best friend would like to know, really? 
With Mr. Monkey so brutally blowing off Devin to Disney at the parks, is he officially dead to her? Would you go that far? <sighs> he's on life support. Let's just put it that way. Okay. So he's on life support to you. <laughs> yeah. Life support to you. Um, what's the per- uh, Ali Oliver would like to know, what's the perfect way to drink around Dak? Hit every bar, including Rainforest. What are you eating and drinking? You always you got to start with Rainforest. I, I actually like grabbing Rainforest because you've already been through security. You can actually go ahead and grab the – if you're careful, you can actually go ahead and grab it at Rainforest and enter the park. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you're careful. You got to – if you're careful. So um, so start at Rainforest and then do you take a left or a right at the tree? It really right. – that's – yeah, because you want to go do – I want to end up in Africa or now the new Nomad Lounge. Yeah, so, okay. He also had a follow-up to this that was you could include bars at Animal Kingdom Lodge. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. So, what my proposed plan was to start at Sanaa, get the bread service, get a drink there. So, you have a foundation. You're not drinking on anybody's stomach. And then go to Animal Kingdom, go to Rainforest, and then veer right. And so if we're doing legit bars only, not stands, you'd hit up Thirsty River, Yak Nieti, Dawa, then Nomad. And then I would end my day at um, K-Town Wine Lounge and basically order off the Jico menu. And so have drinks and Jico food for dinner. That would be my plan. An amazing day. Like if you threw in maybe like a ride on Kilimanjaro Safaris, Expedition Everest, uh, along your way, like casually, that would be the greatest day ever. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Man. I'm going to do that. That is, that's my next. That's good. That is a great plan. There's no arguing with that plan. It's not not possible. Not possible. Um... Dizwire says, pool time. I'm not sure what that means, but it's like many questions. He goes, um, Dizwire wants to know, what month, year do each of you think Disney will roll out a park-only AR phone app like Pokemon Go? Like, um, he, he, he tells us that that is, um, uh, what is it, augmented reality? Yeah. What do you think they're going to come up with one that's parks-only? Do you think they're going to do it? Uh, I can't imagine not. Like, yeah. Could you imagine... The app where you run around and you find Disney characters and you have to be in the park to do it. Yep. Oh my and God. Cor- or, or like you, you, or, or you create, you find hidden Mickey's or, or find something, diamonds or hearts or whatever. Oh, fuck that. I want to find Disney characters. Like, they cool. must be so pissed off right now that they'd not think of this first. Yeah. I um, think the thing is, I, I was saying, like, I think this has sort of been in the works for a long time. Like, I mean, that's just along the lines of an augmented reality game where you're in the park, but playing on your phone has been going on at Epcot now for several years. And this is just the next step where they're now you're going to be able to go throughout the entire park and, and do it using the camera. Similarly. I mean, that it's, I, I think it's going to happen fairly soon, but if you want a month and a year, I'm going to say, um, June, of 2017 ah. next year i don't think it'll take i think it's in development i think i don't think it'll take too long i'm going february it's 
Skipper is like, I don't, he's, I'm not, I'm not, I, I refuse. I, I just, um, I'm not going to pick a date, but. Oh, I finally you got the pool the time. Question. I get the pool part is picking the month and the year. Like, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? 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 I get it. Now. All right. Well, Sorry. son of a bitch. Uh, really? Wow. Wow. Shit. I'm going to say, oh, man. God, because I'm torn. Like, I think if they're going to do it right, it'll probably be like at least a year. But if they're going to half-ass it just to throw it out there, fall, I'll right. say November. You're going November. I'm going to go with June, and Rhiannon's going February. February. All right. So I'm actually going with the latest date. I'll take it. All right. All right. Um, what month year will they come out with their own their first virtual reality headset optional attraction? Never. Never. Mm. I'm going never. Nope, not that's happening. What, that's what 3D is now. Yep. Nope, not happening. That is a that's not happening. Um, ah, what month year will Disney drop standby lines? And never is an acceptable answer. Never. Yeah, I don't think ever. Never ever. I would say June 2020. Okay. Around the time that Star Wars Land is opening up. Um, let's see. I, I think with Star Wars Land is when it's going to start. They're going to utilize the um, Force games, kind of like they're doing the test at um, Pirates of the Caribbean, and those are going to yeah. be part of the... Uh, so anyway, that's what I think. Um, and the last one of the pool games, now that I know what I'm understanding, what <laughs> year will Disney bring a bar... Not a restaurant or private club, but an actual bar to Magic Kingdom. Mm. Will it happen? Like, I guess never would be a. What's your? Twenty twenty. What year? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. What? Who's going to keep track of this? <laughs> Somebody. This wire, apparently. You know how it works. Somebody Here's will. Questions. Twenty twenty. Um. An actual bar. Oof. It's going to take long. It's going to take a long time. Okay, I'm going to give it a few more years. 2022. Okay. Uh, let's see. How many more years do we have with uh, the current, with Iger? Isn't it just like two more years? Yeah. So then he leaves, um, assuming that... Uh, Donald Trump wins, and, what? and the whole world turns to Biffland. Yeah, basically. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, you know, like that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, like if, we turn, if everything goes Biff wise, oh. I'm gonna say maybe a year and a half from now. Right, because we, because President Trump will take over in about you know first first part of this next year. Right. Which means it'll take a good year, probably. Don't you think? It'll, I would think to, to really fall apart. Yeah, I mean, how long does it take to build a wall around the Mexico Pavilion? Yeah, well, how long, you know, Mexico has to pay for that wall. Well, it's um, true. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, in that reality, it could be a year and a half max. In the hopefully real world, I don't, I don't, uh, I think Iger will leave. I think uh, the next person will come in and it'll get a little bit more diluted. And then, like, five or 10 years after that, so I'm going to probably say not for like another 15 years. Really? Yeah. All right. So I'm the earliest. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. I mean, that, that's my real, my, my real thoughts are as much as I think it'd be fun. 
I, it's really unlikely in my opinion, but but I'll I'll, I'll, do, I'll still stick with 2022. Um, this is where one year Disney asked, what is odds of getting a picture with uh, with any of us with his SR bonus shirt? I say the odds are very high. Um, which And then he also asked, which will happen first, a fifth park or bar in the Magic Kingdom? Fifth park. Fifth park. I always would have said fifth park. I don't. I don't. I, I, I would have always said fifth park until I, I'm starting to think I'm losing my faith that there'll ever be a fifth park. I think there'll never be a fifth park. I think a bar would be more likely. <laughs> I think I'm just losing my faith that there'll be a bar. <laughs> so. um, how Bowers would like to know when will Walt Disney World start a bar stools in Wonderland program? <laughs> oh my God, that sounds great. That would be- um, yeah, it sounds great, but I think never because it basically exists except. Yeah. It's like, you know, legit bars as opposed to beer kiosks. Yeah. It's one of those things you always say when you see the, uh, or at least I've always thought when you see the refillable drink mugs at the resorts, I'm like, how great would that be if it was beer at Epcot? And uh, now, uh, when will it start? I love the name, though, Barstools in Wonderland. I have 10% battery left. Can we make it? Okay. Mr. Monkey has oh. an SR boner, and here it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rhiannon. That's oh. not a question. Well, no, maybe it's I'm sorry, Rhiannon. It's it seems heartfelt. He and he has a follow up. He has a follow up, and it's a picture of it's a picture of Pokemon Go stop, and it says, <laughs> "Was getting this screenshot worth losing favor with Rhiannon?" So he's saying he's trying to throw the game under the bus. No, no, he's trying to come up with fucking bullshit excuses. From your point, from your perspective, from what you remember, is there any chance that it really was him being involved in the game that he did not recognize? Well, him? my question That's is, he, he made eye contact with me and nodded at me as if I were a stranger in passing that bumped him accidentally. What time was it at? Four o'clock. So not at four thirty, like the picture show. What? Oh. Maybe it was four thirty. Maybe I don't know. Whatever. It was like well, between the hour of four and five. I'm, to me, I'm even Holes? more disgusted at the amount of shit that he has in his toolbar. Than oh. I am at the fact well, that, that does bother. God, I hate that. It's just such a bad design. Sorry. I understand if you're preoccupied and you didn't see me. But when I, like, smack you and say, hey, hey, hi, and you're like, sup, and keep walking, whoa. I, whoa. So, I, I, are, so, yes or no, are you buying the fact he was playing the game and that's the reason? Nope. Not selling that, huh? Nope. Not buying it. Mr. Monkey, nope. she's not buying it. Um, do, you, do you accept his apology, though? He says he's sorry. Do you accept his apology? Not today. Maybe okay. someday. But you're Am not I, forgiven. Can I ask yeah. another question? Just going back, because I'm trying to like Sherlock Holmes this picture. Where? How close is the Coca-Cola store to that Pleasure Island sign? I don't know because I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't exist anymore. So I thought I thought that was like part of the game. Like the game put that picture there. Yeah, but you can only get on that screen if you're within a few yards. Uh, well, few then I don't yards. know. I mean, 
I, I don't know what they consider to be the barrier because it's not on what used to be Pleasure Island. It's it's Where is it? west it side. To? It's it's west side ish. I mean, it's oh. it's yeah, it's right across the right alley. next to Planet Hollywood. It's next to Planet Hollywood. It's across from the AMC theaters. Oh, next I see to it. the okay. parking Isn't garage. it basically where the, the gift shop for Planet Hollywood used to be? Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're talking about. I'm just trying to figure out where that sign is in conjunction to, in relation to It's that. not there anymore. It's gone. Yeah, but whatever was, like, wherever... The yeah. game thinks it is? Yeah, wherever the game thinks it is. Because oh, that will tell you wow. how close yeah. he was. I like this idea. Super Weenie Hut Jr. has a good one. He says... Given the success of Pokemon Go and your, I'm, I like scavenger hunts. What would an uh, AR WW booze hunter game be like? I just thought about. It. I think it'd be so cool if you have something very similar, where when you walk up to an, a drink location, magically all like four or five of the top options of the unique options pop up on the screen. And you can tap it and pick what you want, and then you walk up there and you you know what to order. I think that'd be so cool. Do you know Do you know what would work like that? Untapped, and you checking your fucking beer. I was gonna say an interactive electronic book about drinking at Walt Disney World. The app. Aww. Yeah, those books work with the. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you guys have a book when you're ready to get no, electronic. We dude, can throw this already... on it. No, that would be. Developers are expensive. I've looked into it. You don't need a developer. Ah, oh, forget it. I'm done. That part's super easy to do. Um, if we need a fucking mobile app, you need a mobile app developer. You don't need a mobile app. You can do it with just the electronic book. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, Either yeah, way. We want like an app, hey. like the game. We're talking about the game, like an app. So anyway, um, that's what I. That's how I would like to see it. You walk up and it get the, the four or five options pop up and you get to nab it. I'm going to catch all the drinks. <laughs> I'm excited about nope. my polys. I love the way Great White Polly sets up his questions now. Um, the UK is getting a new prime minister. Would you buy her a drink at the newly alcoholic Coke store? <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, I see. No, yes. Boathouse, all the way. They're both conservatives, so fuck them. I would just. I would, I'd like to buy her a drink, though. Yeah. You gotta... no. Florida tap water. Ooh. Oh, at, do they serve, <laughs> or do they only do bottled water at oh uh, God, uh, just... Homecoming? I don't know. <laughs> Ms. Collin wants to know what kind of cake we should have at Mr. Monkey's birthday party. I was thinking a cake with a with a great photo on it. I'm thinking a penis cake. Oh, <laughs> Eat some dick. Oh, wow. Wow. Mr. Monkey, you if, if anybody has ever I didn't think anyone could blow it like I do in many times. <laughs> oh. Do you Mr. blow Monkey, it often, but, sir? Don't make that a separate. <laughs> what about your sausage weekends? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so fun. Um, <laughs> great question from Abigail Fortnum. She would like to know if you could have an animatronic made in your image, what attraction would you want to be in and what would you be doing? Oh, that's easy. Where do you want to be? I'm going to be a ghost. Drinking at the party, the haunted mansion. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. That probably, I want to be. I think uh, that wins. 
It does. Yay. It's really hard. Other than I want to be in, um, in the like the modern scene. I just want to be hanging out at that Christmas party in the Carousel of Progress. I want to be in there. Oh, like you it. you want to be with the one wearing the uh, virtual reality headset? No, definitely. I don't like. Yeah, no, definitely not. I'm gonna be like, you know, getting opening some presents. Hey, drunky, what happened? What is the oven ready? Oh no! <laughs> Did you say four hundred and fifty? Boop boop boop. Oh no! Four hundred and fifty. I love this question from Daniel Grody. You plan a trip at Walt Disney World for your biggest enemy. Where do you make them stay? What is their only sit-down meal? And what rides must they use Fast Pass Plus for? For your wow. biggest enemy. So, Anna, let's say you're planning a trip for Mr. Monkey. Where do you oh, book? Oh no! <laughs> um, let's see. <clears throat> All Star Sports, um, Chef Mickey's. And let's let's throw in that you're going to plan it during a cheerleading weekend. Oh, obviously, or, or like just spring break, fucking spring break. Um, and fast passes for uh, does Stitch do fast pass? Yeah, I was about to ask that. Oh, yeah, question. I think so, right? It's got to. I think they all do. Have they changed it so they make all fast passes for the same thing? <laughs> No, you can't do no? that yet. Okay, so like, well, stitch. on different days, you can have it for every day. Okay, stitch every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, I think you're absolutely right. You gotta go. Um, although actually, I'm gonna go with all star movies because I think the all the Herbie the Love Bug section, or <laughs> it's like the most bland section even within all stars um all-star movies so i'm gonna go with that so you see at all-star movies um in the herbie the love bug section the restaurant that they're gonna eat at would be i almost want to say tony oh obviously uh the plaza at magic kingdom that's where they're gonna have their one sit-down dinner (laughs) and fast pass will definitely be for the Imagination Ride. Hey. Oof, man. I'm going to go with really anywhere at Pop Century because those are all terrible. <laughs> um, I think their only sit-down dinner is going to be the formerly world's largest Happy Meal, McDonald's, just outside of the uh, All-Star. Well, no, 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 no. That- that's on ADR. You can't oh, do you got to be ADR, ADR right? got to be ADR. ADR right? Yeah. yeah. Be ADR. Oh, man, that's a shame. Yeah. I was actually kind of excited for that one. <laughs> it's uh, the worst McDonald's. Maybe like Coral Reef or something? Man. Oh, I enjoy Coral Reef. Um, but they have yeah. to pay full price. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, Nine Dragons! Oh, <laughs> just hate everything. What do you like? I named three things I don't like. I like everything else. I would make them go to... Man, I like that place. I like that place. I just want them to go someplace. I mean, if I hate them... Oh, man. Is there a thing they're allergic to? I mean, because if they're allergic to seafood, then Coral Reef would be the place. (laughs) That is true. That's true. What are your your food allergies? They can't get anything on the menu but, like, the Alfredo. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. You're like, you know, gluten allergic. <laughs> Go to Viennapoli. 
Oh, or to soy here, Tepnado. <laughs> yeah, I think I might go with Tony's just because I like to rag on it for some reason. Yeah, it's just fun. That's just, just fun to rag on. It. Yeah, I'm just going to throw them to Tony's. And too bad it's just for fun. that. But not, <laughs> not with the drinks. Uh, if you're going to just pick one, is you really going to pick one in the Magic Kingdom in the front? You're not going to pick one of the cool ones? You know, I mean, come on. Yeah, Tony. Well. Fuck no, it, send it to T-Rex. <laughs> well, I was gonna say. Well, that was what I was about to say. Does T T Rex yeah. doesn't take reservations though? Do they? Hey, well, yeah. That will count. Go ahead and take it. That'll t- well, that one will count. Go ahead and take All it. All right, then. Fine. T Rex. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Park Hopper Ryan would like to know um, what's our favorite snack at Walt Disney World. He says with each park. So if you have several, it's okay. But I have one that just jumps out of me right away. I love oh – God. I like uh, the baked potato at the Magic Kingdom in Liberty Square as well as the pickle. They have like a big dill pickle. So you're it's, making your own sour boner. Basically. You could make your own sour boner at the Liberty – in Liberty Square at, the, at the, uh, the outdoor food cart thing. So you want either something in the shape of a penis or something brown. Shut up. I knew you were going to go there. Like you. <laughs> You gotta go there. Uh, gotta go there. I don't know. I like lots of snacks. It's your favorite, though. Like, what do you? What do you? It's your favorite. This is. I can't name my favorite cat. I can't name a favorite snack. Mm. Soft pretzel, also. Yeah, no, only the jalapeno cheddar ones. No, I like the flavored popcorn at Epcot. I like the guacamole at Cava. I like the noodle gratin in Germany. Um, mm. Are we counting waffle sandwiches from Sleepy Hollow as a snack? So I like those. Yeah, um, I guess that, that's what I was going to say. Is it like a cart, like popcorn cart snack? So we have like... Churros. I think anything other than a full meal. Something it's not like a sit-down you know, a meal you're going to hey. Factual podcast. Oh, they now do those refillable popcorn buckets at the uh, flavored popcorn stands at Epcot. So I could oh, get cool. my flavored popcorn really unlimited. Really? Yeah. I did not see that coming. I yeah, I read that on Twitter today, and if it's on the internet, it must be true. It is. It's true. If it's and if it's on our podcast, it could be true. Well, <laughs> I'm going to throw Casey's corner in. I'm about, I they have, think they have a delicious hot dog for a snack. Mm-hmm, okay. So, I'm going to go with that. Perfect. Um, final question. Bay Lake Spence would like to know, um, there were some original re- Magic Kingdom area resorts that were never built, but were, uh, were concepts. Um, the Asian, the Persian, and the Venetian were not built. Which would you like to have seen built, and what, uh, it w- what kind of signature restaurant bar would you want to make there? They had an Asian one, Persian, and Venetian. All of them. Yeah, it's really hard to choose. Um, I guess if forced, I would go Persian, only because I think that's the most unique of what we do not currently have. That's what I was thinking, too. Like It literally looked like they were going to make it almost like a Taj Mahal-looking thing. Yeah. Uh, I would go with Asian, and I would want the, I would want the Club Obi-Wan from uh, Temple of Doom. Where they, you know, they did that opening scene with yes. the, uh, I would want that. Where everybody's that awesome. kind of dressed up and they got some crazy old jazz and they're singing it and uh, 
Japanese or Chinese or whatever in the world that was. It was great. I think it's hard to, I mean, now, of course, with the, the whole not wanting anybody near the water thing, it'd be hard. But I love the idea of the Venetian with kind of like how they do in Vegas, where they have the gondolas that, that are floating through and you could have a waterfront bar there yeah, on the water. Yeah, it's been done, though. Yeah, but it, I don't, that they don't have that here. And that would be a nice, yeah. nice change of pace. Version. So, okay. Well, that is our last S Sour Boner. Oh, the- but is it? Oh. Uh-oh. Kristen was very upset that she submitted an Ask Sour Boner last week, and it was not answered. And now you have skipped over it again. Oh. My God. So what is it? Where is it? How did I miss it? I don't know. But it is. If you could choose only one attraction from the four main parks at Walt Disney World to ride for a year, which attractions would you choose? Haunted Mansion. But for each. I just wanted to get it before you did. Well, um, I already said that. But, I mean, well, so these are the notes. only ones. These are the only ones we can ride for a year. One for each park for a year. All right, easy for me. One mm-hmm. is easy. Um, living with the land. Okay. At Epcot. Okay. Uh, I would go with um, Expedition Everest at uh, Animal Kingdom. I would go with um, Rock and Roller Coaster at. Uh, Hollywood Studios, and at um, Magic Kingdom, man, that's the hardest. Um, I think I would go with Splash Mountain. All right, so Skipper, you said Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, uh, Tower of Terror, Mm -hmm. Um, Kilimanjaro Safari, Mm -hmm. and um, I think Grand Fiesta. Ooh. Wow. Skipper, Dang. we are three out of four. Yeah. Because oh. I am Haunted that, Mansion. Monkey. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm Haunted Mansion. I'm Grand Fiesta. I'm Tower of Terror. But I'm going with Everest. Oh. Nice. Apparently, Mr. Monkey would have chosen four completely different attractions just to avoid you. Probably. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Well, no, he would have chosen the four same attractions and just pretended not to know me. <laughs> You just sit in the row ahead of you and then just look look straight ahead. Eyes straight ahead. Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, there's a Pokemon on this like, you know, turn in the Grand Fiesta tour ride. So if he's that enthralled in the game, is he that guy that's gonna be playing on the rides? Probably. Mm. Mr. Monkey. He went from the he went from the, the penthouse last week. We had an entire <sighs> episode about his birthday and now he's in the outhouse and it's all his fault i think right and you know i actually happen to know when his party is and if he were just nice enough to me maybe i would have told him because maybe i would be more allegiant to him than i am to colin who told me to keep the secret (laughs) but now fuck it colin oh so hurt i pledge allegiance to you Monkey knows nothing. Drunkie's Amazing Race champion. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts for tonight's 3 o'clock parade before we get to the uh, one of my favorite final floats of all time? Uh, I'm oh. okay, go. Um, actually, Jedi uh, 
Ryan and I are going to get together next week for um, a meetup for Comic Con. Comic Con. So if anybody that listens to his podcast or our podcast is going to be in town and you guys want to get together and have some Mai Tais at the Valley High, please, please, please let us know and we'll tell you when and where. Cool. Great. Uh, Rhiannon? Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, my final thought is, Skipper, you have to come see the new Star Wars fireworks show at Hollywood Studios. Oh I gosh. went and saw it for the first time on Friday night of the new, the new, new one. You know, they had that newer one, and now there's a new, new one, and it's really cool. So just, you got to come down and see it. I want to. Yeah, just letting you know. It was that good. It's like, yeah, it's great. Great show. Man. So. I want to go see it. <laughs> um, and we get to our final float of this week's parade, and it brings us to um, back to Rhiannon's liver, yeah. who created a song parody, and it's the greatest song parody that I've seen in a while. And, Skipper, can you tell us a little more about it? Uh, well, uh, it is Livy herself on the, on the float singing, um, <laughs> damn it, I already Countries lost. of the World. Countries of the World, which is a playoff of the Pocahontas song. And it is great, and I'm about to start it right now. So it will play us off. So there it comes. It's Livy playing us out. On the final float of the three o'clock parade to countries of the world. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. You say the parade is not funny. You're such an awesome blogger. I guess it must be true. But still, what I can't see. If the one ruining Disney is me, how can there be so much that you don't know? You don't know. You think that theme parks are just for children, that Epcot's just to learn about the world. But I know every bar window and kiosk that has a shop, has a spirit, has a beard. You think the only people who are people are the people who blog and tweet like you. But if you only do the showcase sober, you'll miss things you never knew, you never knew. Have you ever drank a cold beer from Germany or Greg a slushy ride from La Can you drink in all the countries of the world? Can you drink in all the countries of the world? Since when did Arendelle become a country? But as long as they serve drinks, it's cool with me. Come meet me in La Cava de Tequila 
And yes, we often have to stop just to pee. If only Canadair would open floor three and serve beer to me and all my friends. And there was a book to guide all our travels for a St. Patrick's Day that now will never end. If you cut me off, then we'll never know. And you'll never learn the pleasures of the Rose and Crown or drink cerveza on a boat in Mexico. We need something to help us go soaring over frozen. That's why we drink with all the countries of the world. Only spinning earth as you ponder Iger's worth after you drink with all the countries of the world.